0: You are listening to Empower Me With Aerie. Welcome to Empower Me With Airy show. I am Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. As the Bible says that we are a royal priesthood, we are a chosen generation. And I am super excited that you all decided to join us today We are going to have an absolutely amazing show, and I know that God is going to encourage you with the content, with the topic, and with the guests that we're going to have on the show today. We're going to be talking about how broken pieces can be mended. Listen. If this isn't a, a better time to talk about this, I don't know what a win would be, especially when so much is going on and we see so many broken relationships and, and you know, and heartache. But you have to understand that God works with the impossible. The, look, he works um, in his best. He does his best things when things are broken. And so we have to understand that once something is broken, hopelessness can set in. But I want you to stay encouraged today. Again, broken pieces can be restored. God does his best work, like I said, when we need him the most. We have to understand that we were literally created to be in communion with other people. We were created to have healthy relationships, but when, we, when they go wrong, how can we fix them? You know, when we've been hurt to our core, how can we learn to forgive? Let's talk about it. Our very special guest today, Life Coach Lourdes Serkic, is here with us, and I am super excited I'm about excited. it. Welcome to the show. Thank so you. honored to have you on here. Please you. introduce Thank yourself. You. Tell us a bit more about you, where you're from, you know, a little bit of your testimony. Go ahead. So hi everyone, I'm Lourdes sirki
1: I am a life coach, um, actually transformational coach, slash focus on trauma mm. with life impact. My heart's desire is to help people mend and heal, so I'm mm. super excited yes. to be here with
0: my girl. She already got me all pumped <laughs> up just by the intro.
1: <laughs> So y'all get ready. It's gonna be good. We're gonna be some healing. Yes, it's gonna happen. Yes,
0: I love that. I absolutely love that. And um, just oh goodness, this is this is so powerful. This is like part two of our uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. And I love how uh, Lourdes she focuses on or helps people that have dealt with trauma. And especially like I said with um, things that have been going on nowadays we literally can deal with so many traumatic situations and we could kind of brush them up under the rug and then before mm-hmm. we know it all sorts of stuff in our lives is kind of going array and and we don't know what to do so yeah, I true. really honor you for focusing mm-hmm. and really taking the time to help people heal through trauma okay so let's jump into this to talk about how did you start being a life coach was I mean was it something that you would always desired to do? Can you, can you kind of take us through that journey? So
1: when I became uh, a life coach, honestly, it's not something that I always planned to do. <laughs> I was focused on becoming like a nurse or mm. social worker or a doctor or <laughs> something yeah. like that. I was uh, going to college in the military. Okay. And I'm like, oh, man, I, I just knew. I want to help people. I yeah. like doing that. That's the only thing I knew. Um, That's good. And then one day I went to a, a woman's conference at mm. a church called Church for the Nations. Mm. And Dr. Alan McRae, uh, and I call him Doc. Now he's my mentor. We're yeah. tight. I love that <laughs> man. Yes. Um, but he was talking about personalities. Mm. Um, and he get, it was like a, a, a large teaching on this. And he's teaching on, on dis-personalities. And the whole time I'm like whoa, wow, like, I don't know who I am, Mm. oh my gosh, like, he shook me to my core in that teaching, I remember going home and being like, I have so much to learn, like, I, like, I have no, I, no clue who I am, Mm. and and all I knew was, I want to learn from him, whatever he's (laughs) doing, who is he, and I was like, whatever he does, whatever he teaches, I want to learn, and I want to be, yeah, and I just literally... I went and I, he's like, I, I do counseling and, and coaching. I'm like, well, yeah, wow. whatever that is. And I, I, I booked my first appointment with him. And I was, since then, I've been hooked. I got, I've been trained as wow. a life coach, as a relationship coach, as a just advanced coach, all kinds mm. of training. Um, and I've been trained in trauma as well. Um, so it was, it's just been such a great journey. And I love, I love seeing people empowered and healed mm. and work through the trauma and 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 people to know that they are free and
0: powerful and wow. amazing, because that's the way God created us, to be that's free, good.
1: to be powerful, to be
0: amazing, yeah. to be loving.
1: You know, it's just so good. Yeah,
0: that's absolutely amazing. Hearing you talk about that, especially um, you were pretty much saying like something was uh, left inside of you, mm-hmm. you know it. It became Raymo, or it was, you know, uh, life began to happen mm-hmm. when you began to be connected with Dr. McCrae. and I want people to understand that that is an important key to your purpose. When mm-hmm. you are, you know, some people may be saying, "Oh God, what am I supposed to do?" You know, I don't know who I am or this or that. Pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to to what you know sparks your passion, what speaks on the inside of you, because a lot of times that could be connected to your purpose. I love how you said that, and you didn't ignore that. And that takes a lot, because you were, you're were you talking about how and we're talking about broken relationships here, about mending it, but I love how you did this because you were talking about how you were doing something else. That wasn't even necessarily your desire or focus, but God had another plan for you because he understood that he needed you to be a life coach to help people. He he knew that there were a lot of people that would be facing traumatic situations and that you would be a key to somebody else's deliverance because we have to understand that God works through people, you all, and so I commend you for really laying aside your will. And you say you could have been a nurse, and all of that, and saying yeah. God, not my will, but I allow I will Your will be, be to be done. Yeah. And and you know that is just it's uh, evident, you know, because you're you're here today, and you're saying I lay down my life so that I can help somebody else's life. Yeah. And now you're able to talk about subjects such as uh, mending broken relationships yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'll let you know that Dr. McCray is awesome. You guys, <laughs> absolutely awesome. Amazing. So yeah, so she's gonna talk a little bit more Amazing. about that. <laughs> yes, about that, more about that later. <laughs> but I want to ask you how important is it to prepare to become who you need to be in order to do what God desires for you to do? Because I heard you talking about all the different things you got into. How important is it for us to really take the time to hone in and allow God to heal us, you know, to be prepared to help people through broken relationships or whatever it is that they're going through? So in
1: order to be able to walk in your purpose Mm -hmm. and your identity, you must know your identity first.
0: That's good. And
1: This is why, because usually we grow up and we're told, hey, you go to college, Um, your parents are giving you advice on, I think you would be a good doctor, I think Mm. you'd be a great lawyer, you have your friends, I think you would be an awesome actor or actress, (laughs) you know, you have all these people telling you and talking Mm. in your ear about what your purpose is, you know, and if you don't know who you are at the core, you can be swayed and be Mm. like, you know what, my mama said I'm a doctor. And over here, the Lord's like, no, you're actually gonna be an actress, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's really, really vital to know who you are, your identity so in Christ, to be able to hear Him,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. hearing Him does require you to silence everybody else
0: yeah.
1: and 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 be present with here, mm-hmm. you know. Because sometimes the things that He tells you, like for example, me being a life coach, I, I did I had no idea this what this is what I was gonna do, like zero. <laughs> Um, I was like, I'm going to be a social worker. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, and this was such an amazing surprise to me. Mm. Like I was like, a life coach exists. I didn't even know life. It was a thing <laughs> when I first found out. <laughs> I'm like, what is a life coach? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So just know that it, when you know who you are mm-hmm. and you know your identity, yeah. you're not going to be led sway by everybody else. You're going to stand firm in your faith and in the gifting that God has for you. And there's nothing greater than than knowing who you are in Christ. You know, it, it that's where your gifts are. That's mm-hmm. where your like, talents, everything, your skills. You learn so much about yourself when you walk with him mm-hmm. and you listen. Mm-hmm. And when you know who you are, you are unstoppable. That's okay, good. that's why yeah. the enemy attacks because it's like <laughs> if you know who you are, I can't stop you. Yeah. Nobody yeah. can stop you. Mm. So, yes, it's just, to mm-hmm. me, it's about knowing your identity. Yeah. The two things, it's like knowing your identity and knowing who the Lord is yeah. are the most important things.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely powerful. It, it reminds me of Uh, of what a pastor talks about he says um, when you know your identity you therefore know your authority Mm -hmm. and that right there is key because when you know your authority you can then operate the way that god wants you to be because you know who you are you know Mm -hmm. your position you know your assignment and so that's really critical and so that's really good so that's really good advice um for people to really tap in to have a relationship with god because he's going to help you prepare for what it is that he's calling you to do, and so I want to dig in now more so um, with your personal life experiences. I know we'll talk about a little bit later about part of you know part of your testimony mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then your life coach experience. When it comes to broken relationships, how can we heal? You know, what are what are practical things? What are what are some things that we can do to heal? Talk to me.
1: All right. So one thing we can do. One of the Biggest things that I've learned, even myself, is to kill expectations. Mm, wow. And because expectations are silent agreements that you have with another person. Wow. And usually, what happens is, one of the things that happens is that we don't communicate our needs, right? We just put all these expectations. Yeah. Well, you're my friend. These are the things you should already know about right. me, but I have never <laughs> shared them <laughs> to you about mm. my needs as a person. Mm. So then we put these these expectations and we're like, Expectation, 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 and when that expectation is not met, wow, we get hurt, yeah, and we get angry, mm-hmm. you know, and then we're like, "Oh, you should have known when," mm-hmm. you know, never, never vocalized, never it. vocalized. Mm-hmm. So killing those expectations, and that takes self awareness, mm-hmm. self awareness, and in, in okay, what do I want in relationship? And this can be platonic, this can be romantic, mm-hmm. just. It, any kind of relationship, what does it look like for you to be in a relationship with people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, who? What kind of people do you relate to? Mm-hmm. And it's asking those questions. You know, what are my needs? Mm. What are my needs as a person? What do mm. I like? What do I dislike? Mm-hmm. So, And this, again, goes with your identity. When you know who you are, mm-hmm. you know, you're able to communicate your needs you're able, effectively with somebody else. Mm, and not right. just put those expectations mm-hmm. on, on other people without communicating. Mm. And, and letting the person know, hey, this is what I like. Right, I like when right. when you call uh, or when I call you, you answer, mm-hmm. you know, at certain times or whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. If, if you ignore my call all the time, I feel like you're ignoring me. Mm-hmm. You know, just be honest in communication yeah. with that and not expect somebody to know everything about you
0: mm-hmm. and
1: your needs right away.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's good. Um, it's good, and, and it, this actually goes with the, the next question, but it's good because... What I hear is kind of, um, you know, not only sacrifice, but being authentic and not being afraid Mm -hmm. to, you know, to speak what you really feel. You know, because sometimes when we're in a relationship with somebody, sometimes we're kind of afraid to be 100% of ourselves. We think, oh, if I Mm -hmm. tell this person that I need them to communicate more, they'll run away or I'll do this, I'll do that. So I love how Mm -hmm. you said that because we have to be okay, especially when it's time to heal be okay to communicate, be okay to relay, uh, what hurt you be okay to say, like a Lord has said, this is, these are my needs, you know, especially when, um, when something is broken, um, a lot of times, or sometimes we don't even know each other's love languages. Mm -hmm. And this is, this could cause so much ruckus and, um, division amongst each other because we didn't take the time out to really get to know the other person. And now it's, it's a broken situation. And, a person's afraid to tell them, well, I, I just want to talk to them more. Or I just want to spend a little more quality time with them because that's their love language. Yeah. So communication is so good. That's really yeah, good.
1: communication
0: is Communication is really good um, when it comes to healing. And so also um, talking about... Uh, I, I just want to piggyback back on yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. On
1: when you said being authentic with yeah. you, you know,
0: when you show up. Mm-hmm. And
1: I want you to think about every time you show up in a relationship and, mm-hmm. and getting to know someone... If you show, if you are not authentic and you feel awkward, awkwardness is the the evidence that you are not being authentically you. Mm, mm-hmm. So anytime you're feeling awkward mm-hmm. with a person in a relationship, that means you're not being you. That means right. you showed up diluted. Mm, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had like soda that's diluted or a juice that's diluted. It is not that awesome. You'd yes. be like, oh, yeah, you know, people are like. And people feel it when you yeah. don't show up as yourself. Mm. You know, it may not be on a conscious level, but on a subconscious level, we're like, something's mm, off. Something's off. Mm-hmm. We won't say it. You know, usually people are like, mm, something's off. OK, whatever. Right. But just know there's nothing like you showing up the way you are. Mm-hmm. If you want authentic, real relationship. It means you got to show up 100 percent. Be vulnerable and transparent. Yeah. And I know for some people that is like,
0: oof what right vulnerable? but
1: man it's amazing
0: there's Definitely. love and vulnerability Mm-hmm. it really is especially when it comes to healing being vulnerable is like imperative to do that and so um in talking about broken relationships and um sacrifice what does that mean can you talk a bit more about uh sacrifice what does that mean when you're trying to mend a broken relationship when you're trying to mend something that is broken i want you to touch on that for me
1: so when it re- comes to healing relationships mm-hmm. i always say you focus on you first you know is was there is there a belief that i have you know is there is there a trigger that i have that is that is causing friction in this relationship mm. you know is there Am I still holding on to the past? Am I still holding on to unforgiveness and bringing it to the present?
0: Mm.
1: What, it, what am I doing? And the thing is that sometimes the, the biggest thing you got to sacrifice mm-hmm. is your ego.
0: Mm, that's good.
1: Yeah. Because either it, either you want to be right mm-hmm. or you want to be in love. You know? <laughs> you, those are the, Sometimes it's just that. Yeah. It's the, 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 the friction and not communicating is because, oh, uh, I'm right. I know I'm mm. right. I'm not going to be the first to apologize because mm. I'm right. Mm. Well, then you're going to be right alone, <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> right? Know? And I think a lot of people, think unfortunately, I think a lot of people miss that because of ego, because of pride. You kind of get in a situation like, well, um, thinking in your head, maybe I shouldn't have said that to this person, and, and it'd mm-hmm. be a cha- you know chaotic situation um, after the fact. But you don't want to be the first one to apologize. The thing about it is. I agree you have to sacrifice and see the bigger picture what is it that you're going after Mm -hmm. do you want this relationship Mm -hmm. to work you know is this something that god has put together if so you should not allow anything Mm -hmm. to pull it apart and that includes being prideful that includes not wanting to say i'm you know i'm sorry or forgive me and stuff like that so we have to be willing to sacrifice and at times put ourselves aside and, you know, that self-ego and say, okay, I'm going to humble myself and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the the bigger person or, you know, be the person that God wants me to be. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge when it comes to healing, when it comes to being selfless within relationships Mm -hmm. because that's necessary and it just, um, you know, it just reminds me of, Uh, I think about the Bible, it reminds me of the story of Adam, and and, and Sarah reminds me of Jacob and Esau. Mm -hmm. If Jacob wouldn't have never humbled himself, he wouldn't have never received everything that God had for his life. He understood what he did in the past with his mother. He understood what he did to Esau, which wasn't right, which put uh, something bitter on the inside of Esau's heart, but he had to humble himself. He had to say, okay, I'm going to sacrifice my ego. I'm going to stop running. I'm going to, you know do what i need to do so that this broken situation can be mended this broken you know um the broken pieces can be put back together because jacob understood that there was something bigger that god wanted him to Mm -hmm. do and we too have to understand that there's something bigger that Mm -hmm. god wants us to do and we we have to understand especially when it comes to a marriage god loves unity marriage is really like mirroring the body of christ of of the church Mm -hmm. and so god doesn't want us divided he wants us together so so I want to speak to um, couples out there and married married couples out there that I believe that there are some people out there right now who have allowed division to come into their situation their relationship during this pandemic time during this quarantine time because maybe you weren't so you weren't used to spending that much time with that person and now you're trying to say like well God I don't know if this person is for me or not I want you to really really begin to stand for what god said was yours i want you to stand for the relationship and understand that if god put you and your spouse together guess what you need to do what you can to keep that thing mended because there's look the enemy loves division he loves confusion and you cannot uh, uh, take the bait and allow him to call the, cause division and tear something apart that God put together. Trust and believe. There, we need greater example, greater marriage examples. You know, we need to hear the testimony even of you all that have gone through certain things. And you're going to come out and you're going to be able to encourage newlyweds to say, "Listen, I remember during that pandemic time, during all those months, we were like spending all this time together, and it was crazy because we were fighting all the." time I believe that you're gonna have a testimony to come out and say but God put things back together God me amended things and it was better than it was before again you look at look at Jacob and you look at Esau my gosh powerful as to Mm -hmm. the lineage as Mm -hmm. to israelites as to everything that happened after that because he humbled himself because he you know he became selfless after what he did and so uh speaking of humbling yourself speaking of becoming selfless i want to talk about forgiveness because that is huge in order to heal it requires forgiveness what does forgiveness do for us
1: forgiveness to us it's it frees us mm, that's so good because what happens is when we hold on mm-hmm. to unforgiveness it makes us angry mm. it makes us guarded mm-hmm. it makes us ugly mm. point blank and we're not and and it takes away our capacity to experience love
0: mm, that's that's so true and
1: everybody on this earth wants to do that they want to experience, experience love and fullness love. yeah and what's blocking a lot of people is that unforgiveness, mm. you know, and it's even been attached to health, you know, the Speak causing cancer, oh my causing goodness. heart attacks, ca- mm. like just all kinds of physiological issues in the body because the unforgiveness has yeah. been there. Mm. That's how traumatic it is to our, it's just not good for us. Not good. And when, when the Lord talks about forgiveness, mm-hmm. it's amazing because he's saying forgive and he's saying be free. Be like, free. Be free. Forgive. Yeah. Be free. Mm, you know? That's so It's good. just so amazing how much he loves us. And he's like, hey, you're going to go. He already knew. You're going to go through some stuff. You're going to get hurt, but don't get, don't get stuck there.
0: That's, oh, that's and powerful. And we have an
1: ability to forgive. That's so good. He wouldn't tell us to do something without Come giving on. us away.
0: You better speak. You it. know? That is so powerful. Yeah. I love how you put Forgiveness equals freedom, pretty much, is what she's what she's saying. If and this is the thing, a lot of times when we hold hoard unforgiveness in our heart, we're not do we're really hurting ourselves because we're the ones ones that's losing sleep at night, you know, and causing ourselves at times physical uh, symptoms that we're not even supposed to be having mm-hmm. because we refuse to let it go. And that's so beautiful yeah. how you said, like yeah. forgiveness, it frees you. And I know that God totally wants us free. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. the Bible talks about yeah. he came to free yeah. us. And, and yeah. you know, it starts with literally learning how to forgive yeah. those who yeah. offend you. Yeah. So that is that is absolutely beautiful. I love how you said that. Um, I want to ask you from a life coach perspective, what process uh, would you go through with a client that's had a broken relationship and now they need to know how to forgive? And you could even talk about... Um, you know, any of it, a personal situation or anything that, you know, has caused you along mm-hmm. with your experience to have this answer or, you know, whatever you're going to share with us.
1: Okay. So for me, uh, I know by experience mm. that I have been somebody that, uh, held on to unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did experience the, the negative effects of that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it was just such a hard time for me in my life. It's hard to forgive, and I know that, and I can say that freely. You know, I understand that it's hard to forgive at times, especially when it's a traumatic experience, mm. as sexual abuse. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm not going to forgive that person because they hurt me. But what I've also learned is that it's way, way, way harder to live with unforgiveness. Mm. Wow. So we can choose. We either stay in, in, in unforgiveness and stay angry and resentful Mm -hmm. and it's blocking ourselves. It's not that person ain't affected. (laughs) They are not affected. Whether you forgive or not, it does not affect them, Mm. but it does affect you in such a major way. And one thing that I learned, and this was like the, the beginning of me learning about forgiveness was to process those emotions. When I felt the hurt and the pain, at first, I didn't know what to do with it. Wow. So I just was like, mm, hold it all in. And when I actually gave that, po- that pain a voice, mm. which means say what you feel. Wow. That's and it powerful. could be you can write it out, mm-hmm. journal it. You can talk to God about it. But be honest with what you're feeling. If you're angry, allow that anger to be processed. Mm,
0: that's good.
1: If you're feeling fearful, allow it to be processed. Talk through it. If yeah. you need a coach to talk through it, there's coaches, there's therapists, there's counselors, there's pastors, yeah. there's friends. So you're not alone. There are people out there that want to help you. Mm-hmm. And it's about processing the negative emotions, letting them through. The same way we allow ourselves to be happy <laughs> and right. be joyful, Right. there's times we're going to be sad. There's times we're going to be mad. The same thing. Allow yourself to process that. Mm. Give yourself that space and time, yeah. because when you do that and it's out of you those negative emotions, then you can start seeing the clarity. Then you start seeing the person, because mm-hmm. you're not zoned in, tunneled vision on her uh, anger. Yeah. No, it's it's gone, and you're like, oh wow, that person. Well, maybe that person hurt me because they've been hurt before. Yeah. Because that that is a fact. Hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. And now you can start seeing that person with mercy and grace. And you can start letting go of the past and yes. come to the present and live for your
0: future. Yeah. So I
1: always say, start off with, with you. Mm-hmm. I start there.
0: Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. It, um, it is imperative, I agree, to deal with the emotional side of things. Mm-hmm. And I think so many times people they kind of take the text incorrectly within the Bible and Mm. they think that They don't have to show emotions, or if if they're feeling sad, it's a sin. You know, Mm -hmm. if they're feeling depressed, it's a sin. It's not a sin. We had where we live in a fleshly body. We are spirits, but we live in a fleshly body that feels these things, and we have to acknowledge these Mm -hmm. things. When we do, that's when we can get healed. In order Mm -hmm. for something to be healed, it must be revealed. And so, I love how you shared that, and it's so powerful. I mean, there's just so much. She's just full of so much wisdom. We're gonna definitely have to have her back on the show. I want you to tell the people how to get in contact with you, um, and and what's the name of the uh, coaching, the life coaching company. Go ahead. Tell us. Yeah.
1: So I work with an organization called Life Impact. Mm -hmm. We train and certify coaches. I personally focus on doing trauma coaching Mm -hmm. and grief coaching. Okay. And that is because I myself have Gotten healed from these things, mm, that's good. and I believe everybody can be healed and empowered and walk in their purpose and identity in Christ. So good. I want to see people free. Yeah. And so you can, you guys can email me at Lourdes at lifeimpactllc.com. Yeah. Or you guys can call, it's 602 653 7940. Just I am also on Instagram. It's which is L S I E R C K E. I know my name. My name. <laughs> yeah. But there's many ways you can get a hold of me. Yeah. And I am just so excited to hear from you.
0: Yes, and definitely. If
1: you're here and you want some help with walking through forgiveness,
0: I will walk with you. Thank you so much and enjoy your day. Thank you overall. Empower me with airy.